Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. So happy you are here tuning in to today's episode. This episode is all about planning out your week for success. Intentional ways to plan ahead in order to live out your best week to achieve your goals and do the things. I have for you seven steps to a more productive week. Now, before you think seven, I have seven things that I have to add to my to-do list. Don't you worry. These seven steps are super simple and designed to help you save time, boost productivity, all so you can truly live your best life each and every day. This message is to encourage you, inspire you, and just give you a big word of empowerment so that you can feel ready and eager to take on this week by storm and truly live the life you dream of. So what do you say? You ready to feel encouraged in today's episode? Well then, let's dive on in. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you, that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 70 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It is your host, Haley. So excited to be here with you as we start off this brand new week and come in really close to the end of February, which, oh my goodness, that in its whole self is a little intimidating. Cannot believe March is this week. We will have that conversation though a little bit later, so stay tuned to later this week for another episode on the March intentional to-do list. But we have to end off February, and that means a new Monday, a fresh start. I always truly love Mondays. They, to me, are just a fresh breath of air, a new page, a new chapter, an ability to hit reset. Now, I am coming off of a February break where we were off from school. I was home every day with my son and we played so hard. We spent so much time outside, so many different playgrounds, so much sidewalk chalk, bubbles, all the things. And it filled my heart up with so much joy. I also was incredibly exhausted. (laughs) I, goodness, you know, everybody has their own schedule. Everybody has their own life and their own buckets. And I think it's so important that we, you know, be proud of what we do, but also respect the work of others and respect that every single person is called to certain seasons of life where their life looks very different. And there should be no shame in comparison, but just more respect of like, hey, I see you. You're doing a great job and I'm cheering you on every single step of the way. And for all my stay-at-home moms out there, much respect, applause, and kudos to you 
because this week, oh my gosh, I was exhausted. Like physically after all of this play and how fun it was, my body took a toll by the end of the week. And I ended up taking a nap Friday afternoon. I really don't like taking naps in my mind. I'm like, oh, I have so much better use of my time than taking a nap and went to bed early, slept in late. My body needed it, but man, oh man, this week was good for my heart. However, that does mean I am heading into this brand new week, this Monday feeling, oh my gosh, my heart a little like, man, oh man, like it was so good to be home with my son this week and feeling that, you know, torn of, oh, here I go to the classroom, but man, I feel like my heart's in another place. So I say that for you if you also feel like you're in a season of life where you feel like your heart is in multiple places and you're feeling a little confused, a little lost. I hear you. I see you. And just hang in there and take each day as a new day and just stay true to yourself and do the best you can showing up as you can each and every moment. Now, I'm so pumped for today's episode. I love how excited I get when I sit down to plan out these episodes. And I truly hope you can feel that when you listen to this. I hope these words truly inspire and empower and encourage you. And that when I come into your earbuds as you listen, I truly hope you feel like you're listening to a friend. And this episode, I hope, can do all of that for you and more. Now, of course, it's about planning your week for success, planning your week to be intentional, to be productive, and to have time to do the things you need to do without feeling stress, without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling anxious. I know for me, I'm always very optimistic in the beginning of the week, very hopeful, very inspired to get all the things done, accomplish all the tasks, to take care of me while prioritizing all the things and maintaining a balance through it all. It is important to start the week feeling optimistic and hopeful. I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big, big believer in having the right mindset and mentality as you approach each new week. Even if that mindset and mentality is a little bit of faking it, where you go from a place of feeling anxious and overwhelmed to saying, you know what? No, I got this. I can do this. I can handle this. Will it be a little trying? Will it be a little challenging? Yes, but I can accomplish this. Our mindset is super, super important. So if you're currently listening to this as you drive into work Monday morning or starting your day, here, here's a little mindset challenge for you to let you know that you are capable. What you have in front of you is possible to do. You are made to do it and you are going to do an incredible heck of a job of it. So don't hesitate. Don't stress. You got this. Okay. So I always love Mondays. They are my favorite day of the week because of that fresh start, because of the hope and the feeling of this excitement to do the things and plan out that week for success. So that's what we're going to do here. These are seven steps to plan out your week for success. I do have a bonus. I do have an eighth step for you. So keep listening to the end to hear that extra bonus. Now, if you're listening to this on Monday, which most of you are, as that is the date that it has been published, Don't feel like, oh no, I'm behind. I should have done these things on Sunday. No, 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 that's okay. You can still accomplish these things today on Monday or Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this to plan out your week and finish your week strong. So don't worry about that. Okay, so first step to plan out your week for success, the very first thing that you wanna do is you want to have a brain dump. I've talked about brain dumps a good bit here on the podcast. I love love, love writing things down, getting them out of your head, putting them on paper. 
There is so much power to getting things on paper and getting them off of your head, getting them out of your thoughts, out of your consumption in your mind and putting them elsewhere. Of course, this also can happen in the notes section on your phone, but I just love the actual act of writing things down. I think there's power to it. So start off by making a giant list of all the things you hope to accomplish during the week. Take everything that is on your mind and write it down. What's on your heart? What's taking up your headspace? Write it all down. Complete a giant brain dump. Don't think about it. Just write. Don't spend a ton of time on this either. Maybe set a timer for five minutes. No more than 10. But I think 10 is too much because then you're really getting into things that aren't top priority. Take a timer. Hit start. And write down the most important things that you need to do. So that's it. That's the first step. And I think you'll be surprised at the reduction of stress that you feel by completing this step, just from removing that thought process and the mind space, you're going to feel like, okay, I can actually breathe a little deeper now that this step is done. Okay. So that's the first step. The second step is to take your brain dump, take that list and identify major goals for the week. So based on what you wrote down, are there common things that are sticking out? Is there a major project that you are working on? Is there something that's super time sensitive that needs to be done? Or is there something that's really stressful that is occupying a large part of your thoughts? Look through your list and identify the major goals that you need to accomplish. So you can go through and highlight the items. You can circle them. You can put a you know star by them. Whatever you need to do to visualize this on your list, highlight the main goals for the week. Or if you want to create like a separate list underneath the brain dump and say, okay, this week's major goals. Now, don't go crazy here. Don't come up with like six major goals for the week. That's a little too much. Instead, what are three or four things that are big projects that you want to work on towards the week? The second step here is to allocate approximate time intervals to these items. So as you're looking through this list and you look through these major goals, how long are these things going to take? And be honest with how long you think. If you are able to have 100% focus, no distractions, complete dedication to that task at that time, how long is it going to take? And you want to have that, you can write it out next to the list on your, the items on your list, but go ahead and have that focus before you really dive into your week. Okay, so that's step one and step two. Brain dump all the things. And number two, identify the major goals that you have for the week with approximate timestamps as how long they're going to take. The third step is to write out major dates, appointments, reminders for the week on your calendar, your agenda, your planner, wherever it is that you like live off of with, okay, this is where my week is. Now, if you're doing that in your head, all the power to you, that's great. But I think there's more for you if you can put that out of your head and on paper or on a Google calendar, just letting your mind not have to hold on to all those things and letting paper or an electronic device do that instead. That's just going to give you more room to think clearly and less stress to occupy your thoughts. So take the major dates, the appointments, are there doctor's appointments, are there drop-off times, are there practices, what are the things that are set in stone, what are the things that you know, this event is happening and somebody needs to be here from our family. Write those things down and have them established ahead of time on your calendar. 
This way, you know from the beginning of the week what needs to happen, what needs to get done, and you can have that bird's eye view to your week knowing, okay, these are the things, this is what we're working with. That's step number three. Okay, step number four, schedule in blocks of time where you're going to focus on those major goal items. You've identified your major, most important pressing task to do for the week. Now you want to look at your time ahead and figure out when is this going to get done? So plan that out. Go through your calendar, your planner, whatever you're using here, and schedule in windows of time of when you're going to get this done. If you have little ones at home and you rely on the naps, (laughs) that's what I do when I'm home and not in the classroom, then go ahead and block off time during the nap windows of, I'm going to work on this project here. I'm going to work on this task here. So you know, hey, these are when I'm going to get these things done. And there's a lot of confidence that comes to knowing when you're going to work on a task because then, okay, like I don't need to stress about it because this is going to take place right here then and now, and I can handle it then. I don't need to worry about it now. So schedule in blocks of time when you're going to focus on these major items. If you wake up early and get things done before everyone else is awake, go ahead and figure out what tasks you're going to work on during that time. If you're a night owl, focus on what you're going to do at that window of time. If you are a teacher and you have planning periods, go ahead and determine what you are going to do during your planning period. If you have larger sections of work blocks, go ahead and determine what you're going to do during that time. That way you're not really going crazy with yourself in terms of, okay, how am I going to accomplish this? Now, the previous episode, the episode right before this one, yes, is it? I think it is. It's either the most recent episode or the episode before that. I should know, but it's not at the top of my mind right this moment, is a whole list of ways to save you more time during the day to find more time. And that also gives you some great tips within each day to find more windows to be productive. Okay, so that's the fourth thing to do. Schedule in blocks of time where you're going to focus on the major goal items. Now, the fifth step to planning out your week for success is to make the big decisions ahead of time. Think through the things that cause you unnecessary pauses throughout your day. Is it trying to figure out what you're cooking for dinner or what you're going to wear when you wake up in the morning or what to make for lunch or when certain errands are going to be run? From the very beginning of your week, go ahead and plan what you're going to do in that situation. You don't have to do them all, but just think for yourself personally, what causes me to waste a lot of time in the morning? For me, I can waste a lot of time trying to figure out what in the world am I going to wear, okay? My clothes do not fit the same since having a child, even though that was 20 months ago. And that can cause a lot of unnecessary stress and, you know, lack of confidence and unnecessary pauses during my morning where I am not being productive and I am wasting time. So that's something that I know for me personally, I can plan ahead towards the beginning of the week. And knowing what I'm going to wear, kind of setting those clothes aside in my closet. You can do the same thing with dinner ideas, jotting down what's going to be for dinner, putting that in your planner. If you want to go ahead and have that organized there, or maybe you have a family board of some sort of communication or a whiteboard that's within your main living space where you write things out, but go ahead, go ahead and figure out those big decisions. So that way you are not wasting time within the small little windows of your day, trying to figure out those things. 
All right, the sixth step to planning out your week for success is to schedule time for you. Go ahead and plan out when you are going to do the things you need to do to be the human that you are designed to be. If working out and exercising is super important and a priority to you, go ahead and jot that down. When are you going to work out? When are you going to go for your walk? Do you take exercise classes? Go ahead and pencil those in so you know, okay, ideally, I'm going to take this class here. I'm going to do this here. When are you going to have your own self-care date, right? I'm a big believer of having a specific time each week where you focus on something you need that fills you up. So go ahead and schedule that into your week so you know, okay, Monday through Thursday are going to be crazy, but Friday is going to end with a bubble bath and my favorite book and a beautiful smelling candle. And I am going to feel like I can finally hit the reset button. Go ahead and schedule those things in your week. Same thing with scheduling things that are fun. Have these little things planned throughout your week so you can truly feel like I am living the life that I want to live. So definitely to plan out your week for success, be sure to build in times of the week where you know, hey, this is my time and it's going to be awesome. And then a quick follow-up to number six where you schedule in time for you. This also is a really great way to schedule in time for your children and your spouse. Think through your week and if you're a big quality time person and that's something that is a love language of yours or if that's a love language of somebody in your family, I also encourage you to look through your week and know when you're going to have set times for hanging out and connecting with your spouse and hanging out and connecting with your children. That's super important. In fact, I have a whole episode on intentionally connecting with your significant other during the week and a whole episode on intentional ways to connect with your kids during the week. Those provide great, easy ways to find time during the work week. That's the whole premise of the episode is within the work week, how to find extra little pockets of time to connect with the loved ones. So I will link those episodes in the show notes because I, not going to lie, pretty proud of those episodes. And I think that that's also some encouragement for you to listen into as well. So schedule in time for you. If you want to schedule in time where, okay, this is going to be a time to connect with my spouse and my kids. And it doesn't need to be a lot of time. It can be a 20-minute bubble bath for you. It can be a 20-minute play in the driveway with your you know, child. It can be a, all right, me and my husband are going to sit and we're going to talk and have you know, actual conversations about how our day is, or we're going to play a game. It can be super small pockets of time, but go ahead and plan that out at the beginning of the week. Okay, finally, the seventh step, well, not finally, because I do have a bonus, but before the bonus, the seventh step, is to be flexible. Be flexible and have a backup plan. Now, this is probably the teacher in me because if you are also a teacher, you know our entire careers are based on being flexible and have a backup plan. Especially once you're a teacher who is also a mom, when you know at any given window, you might need to call in a sub because somebody is not feeling well and You have to immediately change all your plans, quickly scramble, create brand new lessons and implement them immediately. And it can be challenging. However, for my teachers out there, you know, this is just how we operate. And 
the more you have to deal with this, the quicker and more efficient you get. So I believe that one of the most important things you can do to set your week up for success is to be flexible, to not be perfect, to not have expectations for perfection. Be flexible and have a backup plan. Know that all these things might fall apart, but that's okay. And it's not going to define my success. It's not going to define me as a person. Instead, create little windows of time towards the end of the week where you leave open space within your calendar. So maybe for me on my Friday planning period, I am not going to schedule anything on that planning period because instead I'm going to leave that window open for doing a task that I didn't get done Monday through Thursday. Or if you like to wake up early in the mornings, you don't schedule something for a Friday morning because you know, okay, I'm going to work on one of the tasks that didn't get done or nap time. Maybe you don't pinpoint exactly what you're going to work on until later in the week where you can reassess and you can open back up your brain dump list and see, okay, what didn't get done. So save time during the end of the week where you have an open block of time to work on tasks that maybe didn't get completed or maybe have a super easy dinner idea that if things go crazy, you know, okay, well, we can throw this, you know, frozen pizza in the oven, or we can quickly make this meal and that can be dinner and that can save us time. Now, if your week has gone amazing and you, nothing crazy has happened and you are like, whoa, oh my gosh, I actually got done these things and you have a free window of time later in the week, even better. You can do something else, something extra, something else that's just for fun or work on, you know, planning ahead for the next week. Okay. This brings me to the bonus tip here. The bonus tip for starting and planning your week for success is to actually take time towards the end of the week where you go ahead and look to the following week. And what I'm talking about here is doing this on a Friday, not a Saturday, not a Sunday, but when your previous work weekends, right? And your work week, whether you work a full-time job, whether you balance working from home and motherhood, or whether your full-on job is being a mom and a homemaker, right? Whatever you have, you have lots of responsibilities to do. So when you get to the Friday, take a moment and think ahead for that next Monday. It's really easy to do on a Friday because the previous week is fresh in your mind. You know what happened, what didn't happen, what still needs to get done, And you can go ahead, say on a Friday afternoon, and jot down a brain dump for the next week. Okay, I know on the next week, I need to do these things, right? This is easy to me to think of in the classroom because as one week winds down, it's easy to think, okay, next week, these are the tasks that I need to do. These are the things that I need to accomplish and go ahead and write those things down so that way you're one step ahead of the game. So when Monday does roll around and you're trying to process your actual to-dos, you already have that fresh list in front of you. You can already start working towards your week and the goals you want to achieve because you've planned ahead on Friday, especially if you are someone that usually do these items on a Sunday, which again, that's normally what I do. So no issues with that. However, by doing more of this on a Friday, when your actual week is ending work week wise, this really opens up more windows to rest and to reset and to spend your Sunday how you want to spend it without having to focus on work. Okay. There you have it, the seven plus bonus ways to intentionally plan out your week for success. 
little productivity tips to really take your week and run with it to get the things done, accomplish your goals, check the things off of your to-do list. I hope something in this list encouraged you. I hope if you are someone that feels like you have a pretty solid structure over your week and your plans, maybe there is something in this that really gave you permission to view things differently or to find even better ways to be more productive, to plan out your week for even greater success than maybe you've currently been living in. And if there's something that you do on here that works really, really well for you, oh my gosh, would you please share that with me? I would love to talk about this more over on Instagram. You can either reach out over at Graceful and Free, which is my blog account or the podcast account, The Best Day Podcast. Either way, I would love so much to connect with you. So if you have a moment this week, would you send me a DM so we can chat and I can get to know you a little bit better? I love so much to hear from you. It really warms my heart in more ways than you know. Well, friends... Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, cheering you on this week, wishing all the good things to come your way. And I cannot wait to jump back in for another episode on Wednesday as we say a big hello to the month of March. Until then, guys, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.